You're listening to the Retro Wrestling Review Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Retro Wrestling Reviews Podcast. I'm Gus Edwards and on today's show we're going to be reviewing Mid-Atlantic Wrestling from the 17th of October 1981. For those of you who follow along weekly, know you haven't missed any episodes. It's just that the WWE Network don't have the 3rd and the 10th of October episodes available. Before we get into today's show... I just want to again give a very big thank you to everyone who's listened to these shows and who have sent in feedback. It's all very much appreciated. If this is your first time listening, then please subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend. You're starting to build up a bit of a back catalogue now. This is the fourth episode of Mid-Atlantic we're reviewing today, and if you've missed any episodes, they are available in the archives. Also, every week, usually on a Tuesday, we put out a bonus episode reviewing another show. So far we have done the big event from 1986, that was headlined by Hulk Hogan and Mr Wonderful Paul Orndorff, and SummerSlam 1991. This coming week we will be looking at the Battle Royal from the Royal Albert Hall show, so make sure you check it out. If you want a specific show to be reviewed, then send me a quick email at retroreviews at hotmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at Retro Wrestling 4. Let's get on with the show. Mid Atlantic Wrestling, 17th of October 1981. The show starts off as usual with David Crockett and Bob Coddle at the desk with a rundown on who's on the show this week. We will see the debut of Handsome Jimmy Valiant, also Jake Roberts, Leroy Brown, a match with Roddy Piper and Jay Youngblood, along with Sergeant Slaughter, who's the new United States champion. Jake Roberts and Jay Youngblood come up for an interview. Jake is looking for a tag team title shot. The Andersons, due to Gene's injury, haven't defended the titles in over 60 days. Jay Youngblood is calling out Piper for their match later tonight, wanting a fair fight. Piper then comes out and he challenges Youngblood for a death match. But David Crockett steps in and says that's a no-go as the match has already been signed as a normal match. I'm guessing the death match must be the stipulation for the household circuit. Bob and Dave then introduce a tape of Jimmy Valiant. There's clips from a different territory, possibly Memphis. We then cut to the ring for Valiant's Mid-Atlantic debut versus Jim Nelson. I love Jimmy Valiant. He's just one of those over-the-top, goofy characters that I love in wrestling. He is horrible in the ring, though. His selling is the exact opposite of Ricky Steamboat. Valiant gets a win with an elbow drop. We're back from the break... And we go back to the ring for Jay Youngblood versus Roddy Piper. I've never realised how small Youngblood was. Piper just towers above him and he was never the biggest of guys. They do some amateur wrestling back and forth on the mat. Youngblood is over huge in the, the crowd. You know, the, the girls love him. They're chanting, go Jay, go. There's a giant chop in the corner by Youngblood. And it's in the same corner as the camera, so you really hear it. Youngblood's just dominating the mat wrestling, but then Piper takes over with a backbreaker and then a bear hug and a sleeper. The crowd gets into Youngblood's comeback and a double shoulder block takes both guys out. The 
commentators let me know that there's 30 seconds left in the time limit and they start trading near falls. But this goes way past 30 seconds, so I'm guessing someone's Mr. Q. A headbutt knocks both guys down and the bell goes for the time limit draw. Piper then attacks Youngblood after the match until another ref comes out and breaks things up. We then go to an interview spot with Johnny Weaver, Paul Jones and Blackjack Wyndham Jr. who is Barry Wyndham. They're hyping up an upcoming house show. It's going to be Barry Wyndham versus Kevin Sullivan. Wyndham's really young here. He's got dark hair and he probably weighs about £200. Weaver and Jones are going to be wrestling the Russians, Markov and Volkov, who will be with their manager, Alfred Hayes. The story here is that Weaver wants his hands on Hayes. We go back to the action, and it's the debut of Kabuki. Kabuki comes up with a sword, a kimono and a headdress. His opponent is Charlie Fulton. Kabuki gets in a sumo pose to start the match. With his face paint and the outfit that he wears, he really does stand out in mid-Atlantic. There's just nobody else like him. Kabuki hits a back kick, a chop to the back of the neck and then a chop to the chest for the pin. That's all there was in the match. They put it over like it's some really high quality martial arts stuff that he's doing. Wahoo McDaniel comes out for an interview talking about Roddy Piper. They're still feuding. And he's followed by Jake Roberts out again. We then go to the ring and it's Leroy Brown and Jake Roberts versus Ricky Harris and Ali Bay. Now a couple of weeks absence, Harris has obviously got rid of Mike Miller and he's trying a different partner to finally get a win. I don't expect his luck to change though. We actually end up getting some heat on Jake before Brown takes over and then he gets a pin on Harris with a big splash. We then get more hype for the house show. This time it's Kevin Sullivan. Again, looking very, very young, talking about Wyndham, and he promises to end his career before it really starts. Alfred Hayes then comes up with the Russians, and they talk about Weaver and Jones. We go back to the ring, and it's the new United States champion, Sergeant Slaughter versus Frank Monte. So if you remember on the last episode that we reviewed, they talked about how Wahoo McDaniel was being stripped of the US title because of the injuries suffered in the attacks by Roddy Piper. And then they said a tournament would be held to crown a new champion. I assumed this was going to be one of these fake tournaments, like when Pat Patterson won the first Intercontinental title in Rio de Janeiro. But it turns out they actually had a legitimate tournament. It was held in Charlotte, North Carolina on the 4th of October 1981. So we'll go through the tournament and what happened here. So in the first round, with Pat Patterson over Mike David, Ricky Steamboat over Nikolai Volkov, Bad Bad Leroy Brown over the Super Destroyer, Ivan Koloff over Ron Bass, Sergeant Slaughter over Johnny Weaver, Jay Youngblood over Steve Muslin, Jacques Goulet beat Dusty Rhodes, which is a, a big upset and it would be a really interesting match to, to see and find out what happened because Dusty at this point was just coming off of a world title run. And the final match in the first round was Ole Anderson defeating Ron Ritchie. Then in the quarterfinals, we had Pat Patterson and Ricky Steamboat 
That must have been a great match to see. I didn't realise that they two had actually wrestled each other. I would have loved to have seen this match. Ricky Steamboat's victorious. Leroy Brown defeated Ivan Koloff. Sergeant Slaughter defeated Jay Youngblood. And Jacques Goulet and Ole Anderson went to double DQ. So in the semi-finals, we had Ricky Steamboat going over Leroy Brown and Sergeant Slaughter getting a bye into the final. And in the final, Slaughter defeated Ricky Steamboat to become the new United States champion. Back to the ring, and Slaughter, he dominates the whole match here, and he takes up Monty with the Cobra Clutch. Slaughter's then interviewed by Bob Coddle. It's a really good promo by him here, just saying that he's going to be taking over the territory, winning all the titles, and he'll be getting respect from everyone. Then Ivan Koloff comes out, telling Ricky Steamboat it's not over between the two of them, and it won't be until one of them is out of the territory. On another thing that we've missed, obviously, on the two-three week break that we had, is that Ricky Steamboat has beaten Koloff for the Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight title at a house show recently. And then Ole Anderson comes out to end the show, talking about the tag team titles. He says when the time comes, they will defend the titles. This was another decent show this week. Slaughter's push continues now that he's won the US title, and I think the show will be focused around him for the next few months. The tag belts were mentioned quite a bit on here today, so I wonder if Gene Anderson's close to coming back from his injury. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back again next week, but unfortunately, the WWE Network has more gaps, so it'll be the 31st of October 1981 show we'll be watching. If this was 2021, this show would have a Halloween gimmick, but I don't think they'll do this all. Remember, we've also got a bonus episode coming up with a couple of days, reviewing Battle Royal at the Royal Albert Hall, featuring Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, the British Bulldog, the Legion of Doom, and The Undertaker. Thanks again for listening, take care of yourselves, and I'll speak to you again soon.